Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. Welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. I got something really cool planned for you guys tonight. I, uh, you know, you, you know out there that I'm into like herbal type stuff and, you know, natural living and kind of off the grid stuff. If you followed me for any time, you know, I have a whole little homestead going on here. And uh, so I found some amazing people on TikTok to come and join me tonight. And let's, you know, have a good conversation about you know, holistic health and victory gardens and, and, and living naturally, because I think if we attach closer back to earth that we can find our true purpose instead of, you know, feeding into this technology machine that we all feed into it here currently in this modern world. And so tonight I've got uh, from TikTok, of course, Nani Moose. She, you can't see her, but out the folks out there that can hear and such too, I advise you to go, you know, follow her. I'll have her stuff out there for her. She's got some great content on there, and I love watching it. Then, of course, I have a, a I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher it, even though I tried to say it not to, but Arula, Arella, Arella. See, I knew I was gonna do it anyway. <laughs> um, and she, Arella, Arella is into <laughs> holistic health and and natural, you know, just like you know, herbs and natural eating and stuff like that. You know, I've been, I've been following her now for a little bit, and I've. I've been watching how she has, from what she says, turned her entire health around, thanks to going back natural. And that that is something I'm, you know, big time into, and I'm always pushing being in a natural stuff myself. And of course, lastly, on the screen, of course, you got her, you got her up there as Grow Food Now, but she has she she has these websites that are about uh, uh I'm sorry about bringing back the Victory Garden. And I'm sorry, could you tell everybody your name? Danny V. Danny V from Victory Gardens Revival. Hashtag grow food now. And of course, every one of these people I found via TikTok and they happen to follow me. And so I think anybody that follows me is worth talking to because I'm just some weird dude in a pirate hat. So yeah, <laughs> but it totally it totally works for you, man. So keep doing it. Totally. You. You're Thank killing you. it. So I want to start the evening off. I want to come out here and ask Arella, like, so what 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 brought you into this world? What got you into this kind of uh, lifestyle? Yeah, it started about uh, 2015. Uh, I was uh, I was sick. I mean, I was not sick. I just had some tests done, and uh, uh, my pep test came back abnormal. 
and uh, my doctor advised I need to move part of my uh, cervix. Uh, and then I was a little skeptical because I was feeling great and everything. And it was a timing that I was looking into eating more healthy and the organic, which was still uh, too early. Not a lot of people was going organic, but for some reasons I was exploring. And I told him, is this an emergency? Do I need to have the surgery now or can it wait? And he's like, you can wait six months and a year, but I would advise you to. So anyway, I did my research and um, I stumbled across some people that have healed themselves naturally yeah. with food. And I always have been on a healthy eating. I grew up in Albania and we have Mediterranean healthy diet. Ooh, so still I was eating healthy, but I was like, I guess there is room for, for improvement. And it, I learned it's not just food, but there is always other things that uh, like it's stress, it's how much you move your body, uh, like I said, nutrition, and then how much you get in nature, the sun we get, we get the vitamin D, yeah. or even our emotions or our self-realization, like knowing yourself, where you are in life, are you being who you really are? All of these affect your body, affect how you think about yourself and how you feel. So anyway, I was working with a natural path at a time. And then again, I was going into my um, spiritual journey at the same time, because when you get sick, you can help, but your spiritual journey, figuring out what is going on, not yeah. with just your body, but overall. Anyway, with her help, and she turned me into vegan. I was eating meat at the time, uh, but was still organic chicken or wild fish. So she just told me in the time that you're gonna heal, I advise you to go vegan, and I did. And after three months, my pep test came back negative. Uh, and then after that, after a few years, I was diagnosed with a gallbladder sludge and I went to the doctor again. Yeah, I, I had panic attacks during the night and I went to the doctor and then he said, you have to remove your gallbladder. And I said, well, I've healed myself before with the help of a naturopath. Uh, can I try that? And he was very skeptical. That was the first time they the doctor laughed in my face and he's like, uh, no, he's like, food has nothing to do with it. You have to remove it. I was like, I, I didn't like him. And I said, I'm not coming back to you. I didn't tell him that. But I said, well, I trusted myself because I, I said, even if I don't, give me six months, even if I don't, the surgery is there. I can do it unless like, uh, mine wasn't like every night. Uh, so it wasn't something that I really had to do it right away. So anyway, I pretty much did the same thing. This time I did it by myself. So I, I researched again and I used her protocol type of, uh, like what I learned from her and what I've researched and what I always follow, listen to my body. And that's one thing that I try to teach people uh, that everybody is different. What, what uh, helped me might not help you, it might, but might not. There are things that everybody's body is different. We're built differently. So you have to listen to your body. That's one thing that I really learned. And I practice almost every day with myself if I have some discomfort or I, something doesn't feel right. And I say, 
what what do you need right now what my body needs and i go through all the pillars of wellness what affects us overall and then i say what happened to me like 20 minutes ago or a day before or did i sleep well all these questions so that helped me so the second time i healed myself again i went to the doctor did the test that he did for the gallbladder sludge i think it was three months after uh between three and four months and then it was so funny because I did the test. I went home. The next day they called me. And you know when the doctor calls you a day after you have a test? I was panicking. I said, oh, my God, yes. something bad on the test. Mm-hmm. So he said, you have to come back because I think we did a mistake with your test. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I think we must have mixed up your test. I don't think it's yours. I'm like, okay. So I went again. They did the ultrasound. And the guy that was doing the ultrasound, he's like, yeah, there is no sludge. And the doctor said, I don't think it's hers. You might have mixed it up. So that's why we called you back. We wanted to redo the test. So they did it. There was no sludge or it's like very minimum. You cannot even tell. Yeah. And I was like so happy. And that was the time when I said, we can heal our body. Uh, I'm, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not telling people stop the medications and everything there is a place for that if you have to do that do that but don't forget the power of nature the power of plants and most important your power we as people have the power to heal ourselves we are human beings that we are spiritual beings uh but nature is like is our medicine like so anyway, so that's what happened uh, since then. And then the TikTok and social media came and I was sharing with my friends a little bit and my family. And they said, you have to, you have to spread the word because other people need to know and need to, uh, to something happen here. I, I, I opened uh, the screen up so that I can oh, share, I can share everyone. So I was confused the, too. For, no, no, no. For the, for, the, for the folks out there that are watching, I was like, oh. course, you, know, you know, I like to pull up the screen. Um, everybody out there listening, I'll have this link out there for you to check out. This is, of course, her TikTok. And this is, I, funny enough, I found her through through people tagging me in one of uh, in a video that she had shared. My, my voice tends to get around, I've noticed. Uh, people like my voice more than they like my face, and that's that's totally understandable. And and so I, I some people were tagging me one day, and I was like, hey, that's my video, and so, or, you know, that's my, that's my voice or whatever. And she was like, you know, this was great information. And I was like, you know, thank you. And so after talking to her, I, of course, had to invite her on over here, and I've been flipping through her page since then and she has some just excellent content and excellent advice out there she finds a way to put it into words where i can't half the time you know i'm I, you, you folks don't realize a lot of times when i'm coming off the hip like this it you're there's no telling what you're gonna get because this brain's moving <laughs> 90 and nothing so oh yeah i you know and and but I, you know, I've always, I've always been drawn to, you know, natural type stuff. We have several naturalist books around this house, um, you know, different, different plant identifiers and stuff like that. And, you know, we grow a lot of things, grow a lot of herbs and, uh, you know, not, I'm not so much like I do do the vegetables and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Um, but since I have so many chickens and meat hogs out here, I do a lot of swapping for, for meat because people will gladly trade me. Or, you know, a big old bag of meat 
a, lo- a ton of vegetables. So it's, you know, it's pretty yeah. common, but, but we do a lot of the, uh, that's what we of- need to do. Sure. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm, I love, I, I have a big trust issue with the government and the grocery store. If you if you followed me for any time, you you definitely heard that. And yeah, and I don't I I try to avoid the grocery store as much as plausible. Sure, of course, there's things I still need to get, but I I, I have to be picky. I I do a lot of my shopping at farm stands, and I do a lot of trading with people and stuff like that because I just I feel better knowing where my food comes from. Yeah, which absolutely me too. Which totally actually brings me over to you for a moment, Danny. Like you, you have this whole thing planned with bringing back victory gardens like that. I do. Anybody is not familiar with that. It was kind of a really cool thing to do after the world wars where people were, you know, growing their own food at home to kind of help with things going on. And, and there's not, it's not really done anymore. Sure. Some people try gardening every spring or whatever, maybe to success, maybe to some not, but no one puts the love and time into them that they used to like, they like these victory gardens that, you know, that used to be. And she's got this whole movement going where she's trying to bring it back. So can you, can you get, fill us in a little bit with what you got going on? Absolutely. So, um, my story is crazy and it's a little unconventional compared to a lot of other stories, but I had a series of dreams in 2019 that told me that a lot of this stuff was coming. And one of those dreams uh, indicated that we were going to approach a famine. And I, on my conscience, I, I couldn't, I couldn't know that information and not do anything about it. Sure. So uh, in the beginning, I started with uh, just a promotion of Victory Gardens. I'm a history person. I'm, I'm nerdy. I love to do research and stuff like that. So I knew about Victory Gardens. And, uh, and I said, you know what, this is what we need. Because back then it was a media campaign. It was literally right. a media campaign that they put out. It was flyers. It was pamphlets. It was on TV. It was in kids' cartoon shows. It made gardening cool. And we don't have that anymore. Every single time you see gardening mentioned on TV, they talk about how boring it is and, and this and that. And they try to kind of divert uh, the information to like away from you yeah. instead of towards you. And uh, I know I've, I've noticed that my whole life, but it really, um, when it came down to it, I just, I had to start something. I had to do something. So I was already a TikToker. I was actually in that first wave of adults on TikTok when it went from Musical.ly to TikTok. So I, I know a lot of the people who have like a million followers and stuff. And, and I just keep getting deleted over and over again, because one, I believe in individuality and free speech. So when it comes down to that, if you use your voice in certain ways that they don't like, they'll delete you. And it it, it has happened to me uh, either deleting or shadow banning the whole time. Uh, Especially when you talk about the food supply and the fact that, you know, people were calling me a fear monger, but here we are. The famine actually happened. I've been doing this for two years, warning people that this was coming. I I, I can relate to the ban thing. I think I hold a record. I am on my (laughs) 21st Facebook profile. Oh my. Wow. And and it is about six or seven of them ago, it became a personal vendetta that I need Mark Zuckerberg to say Jim Bob Oval Shorts 
open. Like, I want to hear what he's saying. Because, because I'm trying to be a thorn in his side to the, you know, for being deleted that much. And, and so I really relate to, you know, the whole truth deletion thing. Like that's, yeah. that's, yep. and it's, it's even more so when you're talking about food, you know, people, people don't, people have been conned into believing that your food is either on store shelves or out of a restaurant. Yeah. And, and yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of your corporatized restaurants have terrible, terrible things in them. And a lot of your FDA regulated food is about as terrifying because of the things. Toxic. When you start, yes. When you start reading. A lot of it into, is. When you start reading into things about like what's in your food and what they're adding to it and stuff like that. It's, it's amazing to me that people have allowed it to go on this far. And I really think that a lot of the food that is marketed to everyone has a lot to do with people's poor health. I oh, mean, yeah. we, we, we are 100%. the, you know, we're not a hundred percent perfect, but a lot, a lot less people in America today are starving than they were during say the great depression or whatever, mm-hmm. statistically. Yeah. Um, but you know, and there's, there's still tar- starving people everywhere. So I'm not trying to take away from that at all. I understand, but I feel like they're, there is a point where you know something was lost like they went from trying to feed people to trying to find ways to market off of this like i i I think i think you know this is from my perspective and i put this out there quite frequently that of course big pharma and big corporation like food industries are in bed together because they are because lobbying and everything else that goes on this is what they're doing there and they and they 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 feed you all this garbage to turn around and sell you their cures and and the thing about their cures is i don't know a single person that has gone on blood pressure medication and come back off if they just stuck to the medication regimen Mm -hmm. and 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 you know that's that's a band-aid doesn't fix the problem so, you know, that's, that's what led me. And I have a very, very strong history of heart conditions in my family. And so me too, I have all, a heart condition myself, right? I was actually born with a heart murmur. So, you know, me I mean, I've, I've, I've had, you know, I've had my ups and downs and because I don't want to end up with a, with a heart attack, you know, I've always been kind of, you know, I've watched my sodium intake and I, you know, I, I pay attention to my blood pressure. I try not to get angry and such like that as much as I can. I'm not perfect. Everybody gets angry. Yeah. Anger is a normal emotion. Yeah. yeah. And any, anybody who sits here and says that they can't is, is full of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. And, and I wanted to get further into it. I wanted to know more about it because I didn't want to end up like my grandfather and on blood pressure medication and still having heart attacks. So, yeah. So, you know, I started researching into things like grapefruit and dandelion and, and cucumber and, you know, even further into that. And the more you get into it and you start finding all these herbs that people consider weeds in their yard and you're just like, this is medicine. Like this is, yeah. this is medicine yeah. and food. Like I, I'm a big believer that the universe will put the food that your body needs in close proximity as far as like you know yeah like vegetables and you know even some of the strangest looking plants out in the yard are actually very edible and very good for you you're just you're just told that it's the opposite exactly i mean i mean they convinced they convinced how many generations that roundup was a fantastic idea because 
dandelions were somehow terrible. It's a flower. It's a pretty beautiful yellow flower. Have you? And they completely brainwashed people into thinking this is like something that is terrible. And you know what? You're talking about heart conditions. Yes. America has like the the worst issue that we have is heart conditions, yes, and dandelion is the one thing that can help that. Yeah, yes, dandelion is one of the best herbs, even for lungs. Yes, I have it all over my garden, and I just pick it and make a salad. I never like, I never spray anything. I'm like, I, I want that. <laughs> no spray in my yard. We, 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 we make tea. We make teas and stuff out of it. Uh, my, my, my wife actually owns a, a. She's a she's a spiritual healer, and she owns a, a business where she not only sells homemade soaps and homemade teas and you know does energy healing and stuff like she's you know she we live that lifestyle like you know we we have that kind of stuff regularly in and out of the house one of our close neighbors that lives right up the street is kind of her, her cohort like what she doesn't grow will grow and vice versa you know trying to keep up with each other and and, yeah. and you know just sharing it with each other because it's great knowledge to have we 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 have a very small dead end road community of about seven houses and me and maybe two other houses aren't related. <laughs> Everybody else is family. And you know, that there's nothing oh, wrong wow. with that, you know, but like, it's, it's great. That's to, how it used to be. It's great to have back this. to that. Yes, no, it's great to have this little bitty community back here yeah. because we're all always looking out for each other. We've all got something to offer to help each other. And, you know, like mm -hmm. it's quiet. I never see any trouble back here. Sure. We all might yell at each other's kids or yell at our kids, but it takes know, a village to raise a child. That's where that old saying came from, Absolutely. from families just like yours. Absolutely. And, you know, and then I've, I've got the largest farm per se on the street because i do i do goats i do uh hogs i do chickens i have ducks running around out there don't get ducks they're assholes i'm sorry they just <laughs> i never wanted them they're so and dirty i know i've never they wanted them either they need water and... and i've got and i've got i've i have what i call domestic wild rabbits they're they're actually domesticated rabbit breed they're the new zealand breed but they they refuse to say i used pen. to breed rabbits so they just wander around the acreage out here and they built a hut underneath my back porch and they just kind of exist on the property. And I see them all the time running back and forth, but you know, they just, they don't want anything to do with like being farm rabbits. So they're just yard rabbits. They're just fine how they are. And I enjoy having them. Like I, a lot of my animals, I just enjoy having them. There's specific animals that are here kind of for purpose or whatever to keep, keep it going, you know, so they'll, they'll live a long time with me and such like that. I, I personally am not vegan. Like I, I am, I don't eat meat like everybody else. Like I'm not a, I don't have to have a steak every single day or I don't have to have chicken every single day, but I do, I do still enjoy meat when it, when it comes around to my plate. Like it's not a, it's not a necessity for me. I, I, I believe in like intermittent fasting and, um, I believe in fasting too. And that, and that, Absolutely. And that, and that humans should eat when they're hungry, not just eat three squares of meals a day because you're, I agree. You should like that. That was another great scam pulled by, you know, corporations and stuff was the food pyramid absolutely and the, and the three meals a day because like i don't i don't need that much i can't eat that much i mm -hmm. i might i snack a lot like i eat trail mix and i eat you know like just little fruit snack not not, not fruit snacks but like snacks of fruit i like dried fruit i, I use my dehydrator like crazy i, I make fruit roll-ups oh my gosh they're oh, so yeah. good and 
and like I, you know, I, I, that's the kind of stuff that I like to eat on a regular. And then I definitely sit down and have a meal with my family when I when I can. I'm I'm obviously a really busy man, and you know, sometimes we just eat on the passing. But like, that's what we do too. Yep, we don't we don't eat until like, well, I I personally don't eat until probably twelve one o'clock. Sure. Oh wow. And, <laughs> and then like maybe five o'clock. That's the bigger meal, like a little bit in the morning, a little, little bit at night. Yeah, I'm, I, like I said, I, I keep trail mix and dried fruit close by. Like it's just, it's a go-to for me. And I, I think dried fruit's great. Like I, I love fruit and having something wet and messy half the time on the go isn't, isn't the most, you know, best, isn't the best idea. So I'll, I'll dry my own fruit. I get my own granola and stuff like that. And I'll make my own trail mix up and just, that's what I do too. And, and carry around a gallon size bag of my own homemade trail mix, just cause like, whatever it's, it's fun to do. And so I don't, I don't, I don't mean to bounce off subjects a little bit here, but I would actually like to hear a little bit from Nani. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've, I followed you for some time and of course we all know you hide your face and there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah, I like, don't know why, but I got to keep that up now. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I can't be anonymous and show my face. Exactly. You are correct. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I like what you're always sharing on there. You're always sharing a lot of these, you know, these strong type, uh, you know, feelings for the same kind of thing. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you, you seem to have like the whole homesteading idea down pat. And like, that's, that's a great, I think that's a great way to start into getting back into living more naturally is a homestead. So could you give absolutely. us a little bit of background on yourself and what you, what you got going on there? Well, I'm very similar to Aurela. Is that how you say it? Aurela? Aurela? Yeah, that's very pretty. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, except that I trusted the doctors and I have done a lot of research. I've got a lot of health problems and I used to have a lot of health problems. Um, and I believe mine started, am I, am I allowed to say anything like the, the real word for jab? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't, I do not censor everybody that listens okay. to me out there knows I don't believe in censorship. I say well, hokey pokey. Hokey pokey. Well, <laughs> I was hokey. hokey pokey injured when I was seven years old. Oh, wow. I was one of the originals and um, started uh, in the hospital with gastrointestinal problems from the time I was seven years old, of which um, instead of, you know, the, nobody, I mean, still the vast majority of people don't understand that, you know, a huge amount of the chronic disease is from vaccines, but, um, there, that was in the early seventies and, uh, their, uh, answer to my gut problems was to put me on phenobarbital. So that's they were strong and bad. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Oh, well, yeah, then yeah. Um, it didn't help anything. It just kept me kept me drugged up. And sure. there's a lot of my childhood that I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> I was wow. drugged up all the time. And, and, so, uh, and so when did you? When but did you anyway, then. Um, Sorry. Not for a long time. So when I was 22, I had gallbladder issues, but my gallbladder my whole gallbladder turned to stone. Oh, so wow. instead of having stones, it was a stone. Oh, and um, it was wow. the size of a, a large potato. And so they had to literally cut my chest open like they do for open heart surgery to get it out. Wow. And oh, when <laughs> I've known you for a while and I never knew that. It was, and I was 22. Wow. I mean, I was still just a child. And um, 
I had no idea what, you know, all the doctors say that your gallbladder is a superfluous organ. Well, not so much. And God doesn't put anything in your body that you don't need. But um, so the rest of my life has been chasing my tail, trying to get my body to work. And what has happened is um, I have, they, they told me it was stress and the stress was targeting organs. And I have had everything removed for me that isn't quote unquote vital. So um, I was in and out of the hospital. I would have major surgeries about every 18 months. And I trusted them and I thought they were fixing me and they were destroying me. <laughs> wow. Oh, hon. So I was wow. literally 40 before I figured out, wait a minute, there's something wrong here. The last time I was in the hospital was 2014. And um, when they took my gallbladder out, they nicked my colon and they didn't tell me. So I have an internal internal scar tissue inside of my colon and everything that causes me pain 24-7. So sometimes it gets really, really bad. And I, I'm a retired cop. And one day I'm not, my specialty was tra- traffic accident investigation. And one day when I was right in the middle of investigating an accident, um, I was doubled over with pain. And... Uh, <laughs> So one of the ambulances ended up taking me to the hospital. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! So embarrassing. But anyway, long story short, there they told me though we can't do anything for you. The only thing we can do is is manage your pain. And they wanted to put me on opiate painkillers for the rest of my life. That's what they do to everyone. It's so aggravating. It is. It is. So I that's how I got started. I wow. I had to find a better way. Sure. I learned about GMOs. I I went home. And once I figured all that out, I threw out everything that I had in my cupboards. I had no idea that everything in my house was poisoning me on a daily basis. And I just started down that road. And, and I think everybody here, once you go down that road, there's no going, you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And another layer comes off. And, um, once you're awake, you're awake. Yeah. 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 And you know what? The thing for me has been what a burden my knowledge has been because I have tried to save my family, my kids and everything. And I'm like, you guys, this, you know, I mean, they lived through what I went through and I am now looked at, well, Jim Bob, everybody calls me a conspiracy. (laughs) Uh, That's okay. I've, my tinfoil hat's like right yeah, over there. I, I evolved my tinfoil hat, decided to make it a pirate hat because I was just the the whole exactly the whole pirate hats thing, of all kinds. She knows the whole pirate thing. It. That, that's it's actually a funny funny that we're you know we're saying the conspiracy thing. One day somebody thought they were insulting me and they called me Captain Conspiracy. And I was like, you know what? That's a great I'm going to run with it's that. It's a badge of honor. And I, went, great I went and bought a pirate hat that day and was like, that's it. That's my moniker, and I'm running with it. Like, that's fantastic. That's awesome. Thanks, Trolls. Like, yeah. And, and, and it's, just, it's, just like, it's just like, you know, come up with something better. Because, sure, you can call me a conspiracy theorist, but there's a lot, you know, everybody's at a different level. I've been on this venture since 2001 like 
right before right before the whole 9-11 thing happened, I and I was still a kid. Right before mm-hmm. all that happened, I was already at a point where I was getting in trouble in school because I was asking teachers when we were talking about taxes and stuff. I'm like, well, how is that legal? I thought we I thought we got rid of that and stuff, you know, and well, so and so I'd already started looking into things and, you know, we, we grew up poor and on a farm. So I already had a lot of these kind of farming skills and uh, mostly natural stuff because of growing up, you know, poor and farming. And, you know, I got away from it a little bit in life because I've ventured to the cities, a couple different cities, a couple different countries. And, and, you know, it, it brought me back to this stuff as far as the naturalist stuff. Like I, I wasn't sure on it, but Cause you know, again, different levels. And when I came back to it, I was just like, Oh, here we go. Because this is connected to this and this and this. And, and I really just, I never felt, you know, good as far as like, if I got sick and had to go to the hospital and they gave me some kind of medicine, I couldn't take penicillin because I'm deathly allergic to it. I'm allergic to so many antibiotics. It is unreal. I had my face split. And um, about, about six years ago, my face was split completely in half. They had to do emergency reconstructive surgery. I was stupid. Oh. I was trying to save a cat and a, and a Rottweiler and me kissed. And he took, oh, God. he took the tooth and most of my face with him. And oh, it and just helps with the pirate look. I think it's fine. <laughs> and, and he, uh, and they, they tried to put me on pain medication and stuff. And it, and it, and that was actually the first time in life I had ever messed with any pain medication because I just, I never felt right taking pills because anything that they gave me didn't work the way they said it was supposed to work for me. me so, I mean, even, even Tylenol doesn't even affect a headache or something. Like if I have a headache, I got to go drink some water, do some meditating, relax, you know, unwind because it's probably just stress. But like, I, and you know, I got further and further into it and started picking up different books. Like again, we've got, I could go through the list, but we've got so many around this house that are just different herbalist books. And I'm, I'm yeah, about devouring books. Yeah, same. So I just started devouring them. And the more I read, the more I was like, well, this is in my yard. And well, wait, this is in my yard. Wait, this is, yeah. in you know, it's like, and, and it's, it's like just amazing. Free money. When you realize yeah. when you, I remember like when I first started getting into herbalism and I was walking down this trail and there was uh, um, like wild garlic right there and like wild onions and, and mustard. And I was, I was just like, I've unlocked another, another level. Like I, I went through my whole life, not knowing any of this. And now that I know it, it's everywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, 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 like I, 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 I've lucked out. I when when I purchased my farm property and stuff, we back up to national forests. So there's Me a too. crap ton of national forest out behind my woods. And not only do we get to go enjoy foraging for all kinds of great food and stuff, but mushroom season is amazing. Like there's yeah, very you know, we, cool. You know, and, and I those love, are great I healers. Love love eating on you know different kinds of mushrooms. People people are so used to the same ones you buy in the store that have no flavor and really have no benefit that they're, they're not, they're amazed when you give them mushrooms that have a different flavor. And I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always recommending mushrooms to people of all kinds. Cause I support all kinds of mushrooms, even the little magic ones, because <laughs> there is, there's, there's benefits to all of that. It was put on this earth to benefit us yeah, so we could we could all be living in 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 a utopia with all these great ve- fruits and vegetables growing around us, eating grapes off the vine all day, and instead here we are, 
paying taxes and paying literally paying people to kill us and it's yes it's insane yeah (laughs) it is it's absolutely insane and you know what bothers me too like I pay my mortgage, I pay my property taxes, I pay for all this crap, and then they try to come out with some zoning laws that I can't raise my own food. When they're announcing famine, right now they're announcing Uh, famine, and there are so many people who literally are not allowed to grow their own food, even though they pay for the property. It makes no sense. It is such government overreach, and it's it's not okay with me. And I want, I want those gone and, and, and across the country. I, I, I will say, you know, there's, you know, I, I agree with that a hundred percent with what you're saying, but there's all always look, and this is for the folks out there listening and watching, always look for an alternative answer because sure, you might not be able to get your zoning laws changed in your town, but I can show you, and I'm sure these ladies that have been on here tonight can show you really cool things you can do with very small amounts of space, whether it be a garden, whether it be doing hydroponics, whether it be doing, you know, just growing herbs in your windowsill. All of it is completely plausible. And and I, I encourage people to look for alternative answers out there when trying to get into this kind of stuff. And and you know, it's it's I mean, it's all just tips, of course, you know, because, you know, we, you, got, you got to make sure you put the disclaimer out there. I'm not a doctor and sure, whatever. But <laughs> as far as... And like, all of this podcast is strictly our opinions. Sure. And, and and that is everything. For entertainment purposes only. For entertainment purposes only. But as all of us sitting here, you know, as, you know, experienced people that have gone through things that earth has helped us like i i you know i encourage more people to look into this kind of stuff like i a subject i like to bring up a lot is is banned seeds and like vegetables and stuff when you get into like yes different almonds and different fruits and different vegetables that have been banned here and when you get to researching them you find out they're not banned for safety as much as they were banned because they can actually heal you. Heal. One, thing, yep. one thing I always yeah. go to, I, I like to talk a lot about that people don't get enough of is B17. It is Absolutely. Vitamin, it is a vitamin out there that is extremely cancer fighting and it is extremely good for you all the way around. And, yep. and it comes in different forms. Of course, the easiest form is apricot seeds and, your best bet there is to hop on Amazon because you can order them all day long. And, yep. and there, there has literally been people that there is a, there's a man right now that's actually in jail for promoting the B17 apricot seeds. Um, I've covered <laughs> him. I've, I've covered him before in some of my videos because, doesn't, doesn't because the, F, the FDA went after him because he healed himself and was telling everybody he healed yep. himself. And, and I know that starts. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's just amazing to me that, you know, we, we have come to be such a civilized society that has come so far, like America, America, and I, I'll, I'll take this shot and I don't care if people agree with me or not, but America is some of the dumbest people on the oh face my gosh. of this planet. Unfortunately. And, and it's, it's due to the school systems. It's sure. due. Oh, sure. We, we, food. we had a, we had a great episode a couple nights ago, uh, talking about the school systems. I actually had a ex California school teacher and a about to graduate school student from the East coast. Oh, wow. And that was, that was one of the most eye opening, greatest conversations I've had. And I bet. And, and, you know, I, yes, it starts in the school. It starts on the TV. It starts on, Oh yeah. you know, like, 
marketing is literally psychology. People don't understand that, but marketing yeah. teaches people how to manipulate other people using yes. psychology. Yeah. And my grandpa always told me that if it needed a commercial, it probably wasn't good for you. <laughs> oh, that's he a great a smart thing. man. And now I yeah. see where you get it. And, and, and like, I, I just, you know, I, I've always, I try to live by that. You know, if I, the McDonald's commercial is selling me garbage, you know, the, yeah. the Ritz crackers commercial is selling me garbage. The wonder mm -hmm. bread commercial is selling me garbage. I'm, yep. I'm, yeah. I'm on a current venture myself because, you know, modern wheat is very GMO. You know, yes. just like just like modern corn but yeah. wild wheat still exists if you if you get to walking in the woods there is wild wheat everywhere you just gotta know yep. what you're looking for and so i'm on a venture currently actually i am going to bring artisan bread back that's something i'm trying to do i've been gathering up, i've been gathering up uh wild wheat of different kinds like it's because it varies there's a couple different you know versions of it but i'm i figure that if i mix it all together i can make myself a cool neat little bread yeah, bread TikTok is gonna love you. And, and there's yeah, a and, whole culture of bread enthusiasts and, on TikTok. Well, oh yes, there is. And to get away from it because because modern modern like store bought bread that I I'm a very firm believer that the gluten allergy is actually caused from chemicals that are sprayed on everything and the fact oh, that it, yeah. and the fact that it's GMO wheat. And I think that if we got back to a more natural form of wheat or a more, you know, like rye and stuff like that, you know, people eating mm -hmm. actual breads, you know, you wouldn't be having these crazy outlandish allergies to a food that literally built society. Like, I mean, brick and bread mm -hmm. is what created society. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to those pesticides, it breaks down your gut flora and then yes. you don't have you don't have that that good biology in your in your system anymore. You're you're getting um you're getting food particles into your into your blood, into your into your your muscles and your and your body, and they're not supposed to be there at all. But once you break that barrier down with fast food and all that kind of stuff, and like you said, anything with a commercial or whatever, um, you're sick at that point. And we have to think about our agriculture too. And I support the farmers hundred yes. percent, but when it comes to like agriculture, we are doing things wrong. Yes. Yes. Oh, we yes. Are, no, we're, we're, we're doing, you're not yeah. supposed to tear up the soil. You can go over the soil. You can, you can mulch the soil. You can do a layer of cardboard and then put mulch on and do a garden like that. We don't need to be ripping up the soil because there's this whole mycorrhizal fungi that's living under the soil. And that is really, really important for your, your soil health. And what we're doing is we're exposing the ground. The sun is burning all of that mycorrhizal fungi, mm -hmm. all of the good things that are in the soil. Um, and on the farms, what we're doing is we're also spraying pesticides. So we'll plant strawberries one year, spray a ton of chemicals on it. And then the, the very next year, you're doing it on the exact same piece of land. So yep. every single year, we're spraying more chemicals on this exact same spot over and over and over. And then people, they go on a diet, they go to the grocery store, they buy all of the, all of the vegetables and all the things that they think are going to help them, and they get sicker. And it's because the ground is polluted. It's, it's not good. It's not healthy for you. And no plant, no plant anywhere on the earth was designed to be a monoculture. Every plant works with every other plant. Yes. And yes. it feeds, one feeds the soil, 
the nutrients that the other one needs. And I mean, it's, that was one thing that I have had so much fun learning was foraging and how everything works together. And, you know, when I first started gardening, I was a dismal failure because I was planting all the same things in all the same spots, you know, and, and now my garden this year is going to be a massive, um, diverse thing. I'm going to just throw seeds and see. I'm focusing on perennials. I, that's it. I'm I'm not messing around with annuals anymore. It's going to be perennials all over the place. Being yep. down here in the southeast, and you know, and living so close to the woods where I am, we have we have a very large. Um, we have wild muscadines and scoopernogs, which are wild grapes. Um, oh. oh, how nice! And we, ha- and we have uh, wild blackberries, like all, all over the place. And I then, planted uh, some in the yard. I'm so excited. And then, a, and then a bunch of honeysuckle <clears throat> that just grows, oh. you know, crazy and wild around here, like right out in my backyard. All of it in bloom right now, even right now, just 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 a, just a going. And I really like the wild grapes because you don't find grapes with seeds in them in the grocery store anymore. And they tell you it's because it's a safety thing, but it, no, it's totally because those seeds are really good for you. And, yes. And these and these scoopernogs and these muscadines, not only do they make a spectacular wine, but mm. they they are just full of a great you know of of great nutritional value. And these are these are grapes that you actually still have to peel because they have a hard skin around the outside of them. I remember them from when I was a kid. And, yeah, and, me too. <laughs> yeah, and and, and you know it's it's one of my favorite things. Like I've. Uh, the side of my house has a vine growing up the side of it right now, attaching to the telephone lines and such, because it's, it's, and I just let it go. Like I am, I, my goats eat the grass, so I don't really cut grass. My, I don't rake leaves and stuff like that because there's too much stuff living on them. And, you know, I I try to keep the yard. You're making me so sad right now because I had a really awesome grapevine like that in my yard many, many years ago before I was interested in having a big garden and we we chopped it out. We had an apple tree that was there for like 30 years. We had the grapevine and we took it all out because we, we bought our house when we were 21. And when we were 21 and had, and had two kids at the time already, we didn't want to deal with growing our own food. So I understand because I've been on the other side of the fence of sure. that. Like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this task, but oh, at this but, point in 2022, we have to yes. deal I mean, with this wrong. task. I, Everybody needs to be growing food. I, I have Thank plenty you. of days that I, I wake up and I'll open the door to head out to the, head out to the farm. And I'm just like, I want to go back to bed. I don't feel like doing this today, but then I know I have to, you know, and I, yeah. I, I again, me Discipline. being a busy man, I work, I work a full time during the day. I deliver appliances. I, I deliver refrigerators all day long. And then I come home and farm kid animals and then turn around and have a show to do like i'm just yeah you know i'm just constant on the go and you know i'm, I'm so glad that my wife is so giving and so helpful here oh, you know, she 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 homeschools the kids for me and they are constantly working on the farm mm-hmm. and, lear- and learning along the way and you know it's it's i think it's all all great stuff these are great things i'm trying to instill in my kids i want my kids to be able to filter their own water i want my kids to be able to grow their own food or to slaughter their own real water. life things you know real life things because, yes because i can't i'm pretty sure everybody can agree here but who the hell used the pythagorean theorem on a daily basis like exactly what was, what was the point in putting that nonsense in my head and leaving it there like and and 
you know, another- and you know what? The, the like, like the World Economic Forum. The, oh, those, the, uh, I don't you, even know you the, you the guy's you, you name. Don't even want Klaus, Klaus Schwab. No, the, no, not him. Not him. The you one with the bald head and the glasses talking uh, about how we are nothing and Klaus we Schwab. are like disposable and they're just going to dumb us down with video games. And yeah. then I look at my kids playing video games and I'm just like, they started us off back in the 80s with like Atari and Nintendo and they were they started this program then that's the kind of stuff he's into like I I know who you're talking about it is is Klaus Schwab um he's always talking about eating your bugs and living in your hut and owning nothing no it's it's not Klaus I I know younger guy it's it's the other guy that works with him he like works under him okay yeah Uh, but if you watch the speech that he did it it'll blow your mind okay this stuff he said oh, I mean, about along just the general the population I don't, and how I, we're disposable. I, I avoid the the world economic forum stuff because if you get if you get if you get me started and you get me going, like it makes you so angry. Yeah. You not just that, but you guys will you you guys will most definitely be, be visited by people you don't want to be visited just because I'm going on the rant. You guys are here with me. Like I <laughs> I will go off on a rant on those guys because it's just not a not a subject for me to get. You know, ooh, ooh. Ooh. So anyway, okay. let's pop back over here to the uh, to, to you know the stuff we've been talking about. And there is something that I did notice that Arella does talks about a lot, and she's talking about natural detoxing. So if you wouldn't mind, could you touch on that a little bit on the things you've done to success successfully do that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I've tried actually different type of detox. Uh, one time, the first time that I worked with a naturopath, she gave me some uh, natural herbs. But uh, I thought that was a little aggressive for my body, was going a little too fast. Uh, And uh, now what I do, I detox with food and I use just natural herbs and teas. And when I detox, I do like sometimes 21 day detox and I remove uh, as much as possible salt and I remove as much as possible uh, oils. So to give your liver a break, and I only buy no processed food at all for these days that I detox, it's just fruits and vegetables, mostly rose or a little bit steamed. So to give, to give your liver a little break, uh, so when liver gets break, uh, then it heals faster and it helps all the organs of the body heal. And also not eat so much, uh, just to give your body time to heal and try to fast, uh, stop eating. I usually, after five, I try not to. And all of that have helped me, uh, especially I do it during the spring. The springtime is the best time in my mind to heal uh, or to fast. And uh, I I use a lot of dandelions, like you you mentioned, in the springtime. It's very good for your liver. When your liver detoxes, it supports your liver. So I, it's a gentle detox that I do and I advise other people to do. And again, like everybody's body is different, but if you do it just with food and gentle in your body, I don't see a side effect or harm. Uh, that's what I've done. And one time, one of my naturopaths, she gave me for my gallbladder uh, to do that oil, olive oil, and um, I think uh, lemon juice or something like that. I felt it worked at the time, but again, because gallbladder, uh, when you eat a lot of fat, it's a little burden on the gallbladder. 
sure. I thought that wasn't for me exactly. It works in some sometimes uh, for other maybe uh, if you have other conditions, but that's why I don't do any more like too much of this type of uh, detoxes. I do it gentle with food, removing foods that cause inflammation in the body and adding more foods that are anti-inflammatory. And like I said, support the liver with uh, herbs, herbal teas or dandelion. And What's your favorite? What's your, what's your number one like cure-all, like it, it makes you feel great when you do it? You mean uh, like a herbal thing or just yeah, whatever? Yeah, just to like detox. Like when you're detoxing, it's the one thing that always makes you feel better. Right. So, uh, like I said, I have a, maybe it's because of my body, maybe with my gallbladder, because it's sensitive, my liver and gallbladder. Yeah. When I remove oil, like olive oil is extremely healthy and you need fat in your body, good fat. But yeah. when I do the detox, meaning you give the liver and the body a little break, for me, I realized when I remove oil or eliminate, minimize it a little bit, it, I feel great. My, I feel great. Okay. And, uh, I'll try that. Yeah. And then I always start with lemon water in the morning. Me too. Uh, first thing. Yeah. And some, I'm sensitive. I'm, I'm too sensitive to it. Have you tried lime? Have you tried lime? No. Because... Oh, lime, uh, lime is more, it's like natural. Lemon, it's a little bit, it's man-made. But uh, lime, it's sometimes it's gentle for some people. And I sometimes I put a little bit of honey, raw local honey, you know. Yeah. Uh, for some people that lemon bothers their stomach. Uh, I, or a little warm too. But always with lemon water for me works. Or lime, I like the best. And then... Um, uh, not start right away, like you said, I do the uh, fasting, not because uh, I have to do it, but my body, I don't think I'm hungry at the early in the morning. And yeah. when, when, I, when I used to do like, okay, you have to eat breakfast. I grew up like that, three meals in a day. Sure. You yeah, can we walk to school that. without eating anything, right? Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I felt stuffed all the time and bloated because... Yeah you don't need that much food sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it's better to eat a little less, but uh, like anti-inflammatory food, healthy, raw, if possible, fruits and vegetables. And if you eat protein, animal, uh, I advise people, even when you do the cleanse, you can have a little protein, but uh, if it's grass-fed and organic or like from a farmer's, it's mm -hmm. perfect instead of getting it at the store. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. This stuff... I've, I've got some, you know, good horror stories out there that I've spoke on before. Um, Cause you know, your, 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 your processing plants are, are, are really terrible. Like everybody's been freaking out because they're like, Oh, these processing plants are burning down. And I'm the guy standing in the background going, well, if this is going to get everybody off the garbage, Oh, well, like, like, you know, because I mean, because a lot of, a lot of the process a lot of the processing stuff is terrible there's a there's a there's a chicken place down here in south georgia that is actually a work farm for prison and it not only does it host prisoners that are out there working but it also hosts a lot of asian illegal immigrants and the horror stories that i have had come out of this place from people that i actually know there from there are i'm talking 
multiple legged chickens. I'm talking multiple headed chickens. I'm talking, my I'm, talking gosh. I'm, I'm talking 15, 20 pound chickens. Yeah. And, and he was telling me, you know, they've told me these horror stories and, and I completely avoid buying them. And I, I don't, I'll throw one at the bus. I don't care. I'd love to, it's I'd love to make a comment cheese. on that. And, um, and, and so it's just, it's when awful. it comes to the food supply, what they did, um, I believe it was in 2020, they did all of these like emergency fruit food protocols. Right? right. And what they did was they made it where chicken is now allowed to have tumors in it. Yes. Uh, to sell because they were, they, you know, the supply shortage was so low that they weren't going to cull the birds that had the tumors. They were just going to serve them up to you on a plate. You and they also, correct. they also had, um, they changed it to where they can substitute ingredients in your food and not put it on the label. That was May of 2020. I'm not sure if they've changed it since then, but I do know that there are a lot of people telling me that the food has changed. It tastes different. The texture's different. Their, their favorite food doesn't taste like what it used to be. Absolutely. And, and I believe it's because they have done all of these COVID measures in order to um, to well, change those systems, it's not just that. A great example I like to I like to bring up is like uh, Coca Cola. It's a terrible thing. Don't get me wrong, but mm -hmm. modern Coca Cola and old Coca Cola are different. Not just the cocaine thing, but the the change from using actual cane sugar to using uh, the 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 corn syrup or whatever. And, yeah. and if you're ever lucky enough to find yourself a Mexican imported Coca-Cola, they are still made out of the pure cane sugar. And it is a world different of a taste. Yeah, like they you, sell it around, um, they sell it around Passover okay. um, because it's kosher. Yeah. So yeah. Pepsi, Coca-Cola, all of these companies will switch over to the kosher model sure. just for the holiday. And then the rest of the and, year, they and, just throw the idea out the window. And, 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 so it's possible I mean? for them to do it. And they and, just and, don't. And I don't you know, I'm not really a soda drinker. I, I can say I've been off of soda completely for quite a few years now. Like I've, I've even tried it again and I'm just like, oh, this is terrible. And just, you know, take possible it. to get off it. It, it does. It's just, it's, it's, I can't believe I used to drink Mountain Dew the way I used to drink Mountain Dew. Oh my, that's so, the worst one. So awful, right? Right, and you know, I mean, stupid, stupid mistakes as a kid and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's. it's they they get a lot of kids addicted to it. Sure, I mean, seriously, sure. especially in the South. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I watched a whole documentary about how how this whole community um, they had no teeth, yeah, and it was because the whole community was addicted to Mountain Dew. And oh, it was I so can, sad I, I, because these dentists went in there and like volunteered to help fix their teeth. Like that's how bad it was. Oh yeah. yeah. I, mean, I can, I can, I can definitely Mountain Dew is like water around here in the South. Like they, yeah, they treat it like water. And I'm, and again, after being off of it, I, I just look at it and I'm just like, how are you, how are you putting that in your body, man? Like stop what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like that with coffee. And that, See, might, I, that might be con controversial. People draw the line sure, at coffee. They're sure. like, you I, are not taking my coffee. I, I, I get a little fidgety about my coffee. I do enjoy my yeah. coffee. I, I, I quit a couple of years ago, I, and uh, I will say it helps to calm you down. It helps sure. your anxiety. Sure. It helps with the racing thoughts. It helps yeah. with insomnia, all of these things. Yeah, and... and, and and you know, when you got when you when you stop uh, drinking or eating something that you've been eating and it's not good for you, you don't crave that anymore. And yeah. your body doesn't need it. Actually, you don't like it anymore. 
I've mm-hmm. noticed like people tell me, don't you crave like French fry or like even a steak? And I said, no, I don't eat it because, oh my gosh, I don't want to eat it because I'm going to get sick. I really, my body doesn't crave it anymore. Yeah, because absolutely. you eat the n- nutrition that you, from a food that you get and your body's satisfied. And actually, yeah. when I, sometimes when I have a French fry that is made with canola oil, I get blisters in my mouth. I don't know oh, why. Wow. Yes, yeah. my body is like allergic. It's like your, my body tells me this is not good for you. Yeah, for you. and you know that's actually, that's actually great, you know, because you can you can avoid a lot of things, you know, better, you know, more so because your body automatically right. warns you like that. Like that's, you know, that's like she said earlier, listen to your body. Your body Absolutely. will tell you when the food is not good. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And and you know, and that's and that's, I, I do. I, I find it really sad that they have gone after people through food. And you know, there's there's definitely a lot of different you know answers out there. And you know, I, I believe these. Three ladies have great content, and of course, you guys will be able to find their stuff. I'll share it for you because they've got great advice and great content out there. Now, a book that is actually kind of close to the heart for me that I do recommend to everyone, and I'm not sure if you ladies uh, own this book or or have even ever heard of it, but it is called Back to Eden. It's by a fellow named Jethro Klaus. This is a book that I recommend to everyone out there. There's two versions of it, so honest to God. There's a documentary, isn't there? There is, if, and honest to, honest to God, if you can find, I believe the real I saw copy, it. If you can find the real copy of the book, it's usually on eBay. Um, there's about twenty or so pages that have been omitted from it because you know they they just didn't want that information to get out there. Yeah, and it's it's a great book. It has a lot of references. It has a lot of pictures. It has uh, you know a lot of index in there, and it even will tell you things that you know, different plants and different weeds will do. This is actually, I, I, I joke around and call it my plant Bible. I don't hesitate to bring it with me to places so that, we you know, if I'm trying to find things or, you know, give somebody advice, this is the book that I go to. And, you know, I, I didn't know it was a book. I is. saw the documentary it and is. he was, he's a little, he, he comes off a little crazy like the rest he, of us do, sure, sure. but he is so wise. He is. he is wise beyond his years. And he's definitely here to, to, to give the world a message. And, and, for sure. and, and I'm, I'm, I am, I am glad that his family can continue to make sure that his book, you know, got produced and stuff like that. Like, you know, there was a whole, there was a, there is a bunch of controversy surrounding him too. Like just, just like when I bring up Dr. CB, people lose their mind about him too, because there was so much controversy around him. But yeah. you know, these, these people were giving good advice. They were telling people to get away from mucus creating foods and stuff like that, because you mentioned it earlier down there that, you know, you, this stuff builds up in your body and it does like you, the, mucus yeah. is the biggest cause of disease within the human body. And the best way to get it out of your body is to, is to, is to float towards more herbalist type things and, and take your chances and choices with mother nature instead of chances and choices with a pill that has more side effects than you even had to begin with. I agree. And every, every plant, every illness that you could possibly have has a plant that can heal it. Like, I just started learning about usnea and how it's an anti a natural antibiotic that's exactly like dioxycycline. They got dioxycycline from usnea. It grows it, it grows on trees. It's abundant and it can help so many people. Did you did you know sassafras? Yeah, sometimes I don't understand and I say if you trust the medicine or you don't know or the food that is made from others in the lab and you don't know what's in there, why don't you give herbs? 
and natural food a choice. It's not going to hurt you. It might help. So that sometimes I don't understand why people, it's so hard. Like, I guess it's easy and it's, it's the way. You're crazy. You're, you're so crazy. If you want to heal yourself, like how dare you heal yourself? I I have a a good recent story with this kind of stuff because I am, you know, so into herbalist stuff. A good friend of mine that I work with, his mother, you know, was diagnosed with cancer and they were, they were immediately to the chemo. You know what I'm saying? They, they always run right to that. Yeah. And, and she, she refrained from jumping right into the chemo and went and got herself some soursop fruit and got yes. into that and adjusted. Say that again. Diet. I didn't hear it. Sour. Sour. Sorry. It's soursop it's a fruit um she she, she went and got herself into that and and into a few other herbalist things and changed her diet and you know i'll throw it out there and hopefully they'll listen you know his mama is doing great and they think the cancer is 100 percent gone and she didn't take their scary nasty medicine that they wanted to force inside of her and and it it, it came from he did we were sitting in the truck one day and he's like man this is really weighing on me and i gotta ask you do you have any answers i know you're into this kind of stuff and i was like here's a list of things that i've heard that are great and that i can recommend and we'll see what happens and like him and his mom both have just been beside themselves because she is doing so much better by not listening to the people that are just trying to profit off of what's going on like yeah. i am very anti-chemo um it was me too you know, I, it, it it was found because there were mustard gassing people and stuff like that and you know agent mm-hmm. orange and stuff and that's where a lot of the pesticides come from too and and they and and when they start somebody on a chemo regimen they're just trying to pump them full of as much of it as they can they're not telling people details and stuff like that or telling people that it's even up to them I've, i've i've known other people that have gone in there and not gone through the full chemo gone through the full chemotherapy because they realized that their body told them when it was enough and they stopped and, you know, they, they ended up doing just fine. And then I've got other people that I know that are listening to every word that the doctor says and make sure that they're going to every chemo treatment. And and their health is so bad right now that they're laying in a hospital bed. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I can physically see the difference. I'm standing out here on the outside of it. I know I'm the crazy guy, but would you listen to me for five minutes? Like, if you, yeah. if you give me five yeah. minutes of your time, I think I can try to help, you know, show you that there is other answers. And that was... That was a big reason I wanted to bring you ladies on here this evening was because I feel you guys have great perspectives on this stuff and that you guys know what you're talking about. Like I, thank you. I, I think that yeah. I think that all of you have a good head on your shoulder and have all been through something that led you to this point and you learned from it. And I hope that other people have heard what's been going on and maybe they've learned from it. And mm-hmm. I encourage people to get the book that God brought up and I encourage people to go to the all y'all's TikToks and websites and stuff that I will be sharing so that you guys can check this stuff out because, because they've got some great information and there's other information out there. And it's great to dig into this herbalist world. And I just really recommend it for everybody. So now as usual, I like to go back through and is there anything that, you know, you guys would like to touch on that we really didn't touch on? I'm going to jump down there and start with Donnie. Um, I, I just want to encourage everybody to grow food because of the uh, upcoming famine that they are now announcing. I've been telling the world for two years. Um, you know, it's it's actually a relief to me that the media is now finally reporting on the issues with the food supply. But 
I can tell you it's not because of the war in Ukraine. It didn't just start there. There were so many fundamental breakdowns in the food supply over the past two years since the pandemic started. There were a lot of natural disasters. And it's really important for us to be able to to start learning, start learning if you haven't started learning yet. you know, people get overwhelmed. And the advice that I give to people is if you don't have the money, start cheap. There are so many videos out there on how to DIY things, super cheap. Um, it uh, uh, A late start is better than a no start in the season. If you if you feel like it's too late to plant your garden, old taters and onions. do it now. And, um, and something that I like to encourage people to do is get involved with your neighbors, get involved with your communities, use your voice, just like I'm using my voice to tell your neighborhood to grow food, right? So I have a campaign going on in my neighborhood. It's strictly all online, right? I'm not starting a community garden. I'm telling my whole area to grow food in their own backyards. And I'm telling them why. Um, I want, I, I would love for some people to, um, take on the task of, you know, if your neighbor doesn't really know how to grow, just tell them to grow tomatoes and they only have to learn tomatoes for the year. Have another neighbor do pumpkins, have another neighbor do a different crop. And that way you can share throughout your neighborhood and you really don't feel that overwhelmed sensation that everyone feels with gardening. I don't know what pest, I don't know what this, I don't know how to do the soil. All of those things disappear when you work together as a community and everybody grows a little of something different. And like you were saying before, swap it, trade it and, and get involved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and don't, and don't just think it ends with, food like i you know I, we didn't really touch on it tonight but all these chemicals we're talking about in your food they're also in like your household products and your cleaning yeah. products and stuff like that i and, stay away from that too and and there's more natural options out there i made the mention earlier you know my, my wife makes soaps and she makes solves and lotions and you know lip balms and she, the, the whole list of stuff because if you go and pick up that container and look at it you're going to see so many chemicals on the one mm-hmm. in the store that when you realize about these chemicals, you're going to be like, Oh, I'm, why did I ever use that? Let me put that back on the shelf. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so, you know, change, when you change your diet, also change the stuff you're using in your house, change your shampoos, your soaps, yes. your lotions, because, because this mm-hmm. stuff is hurting you too. Yeah. And, and there I is, have lots, sorry, ahead. I Go have ahead. lots of the DIY um, alternatives on my page that are all natural. She does. She, she, yeah. and, and, and that is, that is something that I really like because the all natural stuff is, is really the answer. Everything that they've synthesized can also be found in the store, you know, also be found right there in nature in and nature, you can make yeah. it yourself. Like we, we have milk goats, so they take part in our, uh, in our, in our soap making. Our soap making involves real pig fat and real goat's milk. Like we're, you know, these are old school things that have just been lost due to civilization and things like that. And, and again, like, like Nani was saying down there, and I do encourage it, you guys to get on over here and check out her page as well, because she does have a bunch of do it yourself and old school recipes and, and fermenting and stuff like that's something I'm really into. I make fermented hot sauces and fermented drinks and stuff like that. Like fermented foods are great for your stomach health. Like if you've got stomach health, start looking into fermented foods. And, 
I, b- I believe she also makes fermented chicken food. Am I right? This is going oh, back yeah. maybe a year. Ooh. That's what I'm going to throw in here is part of the thing, how I got started on TikTok was trying to teach people that it's equally as important what you put in your body as what you put into your the food that you eat. So my little saying on my page is you are what you eat eats. And so I try and show people the natural way to feed animals and keep them healthy without all the, all the garbage. And I went yeah. through and studied uh, the AFCO manual for several years. I've been studying the AFCO manual, which is the association of animal feed control officials. And anytime you buy a, a bag of dog food or whatever, it'll say AFCO, um, not certified, but AFCO approved. Mm-hmm. And um, the <laughs> if you could read what is acceptable ingredients in animal food, you it's so much worse than people food. It is. Yeah, oh, it, is. It, it is disgusting garbage. They, they, they have done terrible things to our animals, I, I believe. Like, I'm, the, and they benefit off that, too, when it comes to dogs needing allergy pills now and things like that. Like, do you remember having to give your dog an allergy pill back in the 80s? Absolutely I, not. I sure as hell don't. People no. ask me all the time about one, one thing I've been asked quite a bit about my chickens is like, are your chickens up to date on their shots? And I'm like, I don't. I don't take shots Rod? myself. Why would I give shots to my chicken? Right. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Like that's like it, it's it's and it's just crazy to me because there is so many man medicines that are given to to animals now, and I just uh, find I find that weird. Like my my dog, we don't do the whole flea treatment pill, this that and the other. My grandfather taught me this is going back to him years ago. If the dog's itching or seeming like he's got flea dip him in the used oil barrel that's out in the backyard and let him run it off and he won't have fleas the rest of the year. Yep. And, and people are like, people are like, that's animal abuse. I'm like, how? I just dipped him in used motor oil. It's cold. It's just sitting in a barrel. It's just used motor oil. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was something that we were talking I've heard gasoline before, but I never. You use, yeah. use, use motor oil is great for keeping the fleas off of them. And it's great for their coat too. So it's it's just it's just again you know reusing things that we have uh, you know that because i i i am the first person that will go dumpster diving and build something out of garbage like i do not hesitate like i have oh i'm the same way working in appliances i have a scrap pile in the back corner of my yard that i take things from on a constant basis to do lord knows what from costume costume building to animal stuff to everything because yeah. i'm all over that that's me and my husband too we are both like diy everything if if there's something we could fix it up on the side of the road we will take it home and we will fix it up and resell it online um okay. things like that we love it if, if you can't if you can't fix it yourself and you can't or you can't build it yourself you probably don't need it which is back to some of those great words that my grandfather, my grandfather was a very wise man. Like he, he, yeah. he was a great inspiration. He was really the only man I had in my life. My father left us on the side of the road, literally when I was nine years old. Sorry and, to hear that. And, and so, you know, my grandfather was always there for us and he taught me a lot of great things that I took to the heart. And, and I try to, I try to teach that stuff to my kids and, and, you know, yeah. everybody, to everybody else, because, you know, I look back at a lot of the little weird sayings he had and a lot of the things that he would say sometimes, and I'll have those moments where that 
it'll go through my head and I'll hear him saying it. And I'm just like, well, damn, that's what he meant. Cause it'll just come to me all of a sudden. Yeah. And I'm, I feel the same way about my uncle Jack. My uncle Jack was in world war two and he was uh, like a fighter pilot. He was, nice. he was a pilot. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel like I have an appreciation for history because of him. So I probably wouldn't even have known about Victory Gardens if it weren't for him. So, well, hey, just I, like you're I, saying, I thank like, you for reviving them. Like that's, I think they're <laughs> amazing. Like, yeah, we've reached. We, I mean, we have what twenty million on our hashtag now, the Grow Food Now hashtag, what? and that's after. So when I started getting shadow banned the first time, I said, what do I need to do in order to make sure this sticks, right? Like this has to stick. So I came up with Grow Food Now because I I started out as Victory Gardens Revival. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to start a hashtag. It's going to be Grow Food Now. I'm going to encourage everyone to join it. Podcasters, artists, uh, people making media, actors, everybody to join just hashtag Grow Food Now. And there are there are so many people still in there after my account got deleted that it doesn't even phase me because now they go in there and they're still just gardening videos and people teaching them how to, you know, take care of themselves and stuff like that. So really, really thankful for that. I want to make a, I want to do a little plug here for my friend's app. Okay. My friend Tara has been working on this app called uh, Farmish. Farmish is a Craigslist for people like us. It's for homesteaders. It's for people who want to buy eggs from somebody in their community instead of from the grocery store. And it, it actually, it's bogging down right now because there are so many people joining it and posting that she's having a little bit of issues with the launch of it because so many people are on it. Website that I'm seeing here. What was that? Farmish. Um, I I found a website. And there's an there, there are there are other there are other people that use the farmish name as well, but this is an app in the app store, and it moved up the ranking so fast that I think I believe it was I number forty three in the app store. I think I um, she has been working really really hard uh, to get that app going. I've watched her the whole way. She supported me. She is the first person you see in the Grow Food Now hashtag. Yeah, yes, that's it right there. Um, she's doing a great job. The app right now is bogging down, but we promise this app is going to work amazing. It's it has a map, so you can you put in your location. It has a map. It's going to show you everyone around you that is selling things. This is garden supplies. These are eggs, all kinds of things. So milk. when people say that they don't know how to connect with the community that can sell them these things by trade and barter from other people. This is the solution. This this app right here. This is is fantastic. And I will make sure that everybody can find the link to this as well on, uh, on this episode, because, um, you know, for those that are out there listening and can't see what I just shared, I was showing where the app was and, I'm going to make sure this links here because I think this is something that's great. And I'm going to start yeah. plugging this too. There's this, there's this a is, second this one that I'm going to plug. It's called farmer's bazaar. That is another friend who is creating the same kind of app. So there, there, there are people who are actually working for food access right now. And I just want to tell them that they are absolute heroes uh, when it comes to in the future when we're going to need this stuff. No, no, this Wonder- is, you are absolutely correct. And this is, this is great information. And I'll make sure that you guys out there that are listening get into this. And mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to 
hop back around over here to Arella. Is there anything else you'd like to cover that we did not cover this evening? Um, I just want to encourage people that people ask me all the time, how do I start? I want to start my healing journey. How do I start? Uh, I always say start small. You cannot jump and do everything in one day, in one week or one month. Start small. Start with the thing that is less resistance for you, that is easy for you to do. Because when you do that and you feel accomplished, then you're going to go do the next step. Because change is diff it's, it's difficult sometimes, but when you accomplish something. So start small. And uh, I always say, too, that find the root cause type of what I mean with that is that everything that happens with our bodies, there is a root cause. It could be your diet is bad. It could be that you are in a very stressful environment. Like when I was in my last relationship, I was in a toxic relationship. And like I said, I was eating healthy and everything and I got sick and I'm like, I'm doing everything right. But then I realized that relationship was keeping me toxic. My body was toxic because I was in a toxic environment. And when I left, I everything disappeared. I healed completely almost. So find the root cause is the stress. It's, uh, it's your emotional, like uh, how you deal with your emotions and your self-realization. -real uh, do you know who you are? Are you happy with yourself? How you talk to yourself? So when you know the root cause, you take that first, start small, one baby step at a time, and then go from there. That's great advice. We yeah. can all do oh, it. We can all do it. Fantastic. I say if I do it, we can all do it. We have the power to heal. We, we little can. bit goes a long way. A little bit every day. Learn something new every day and make that your motto. If you're not learning something new every day, then you ain't living. That's, that's the way I feel. So. Exactly. So, and Nadia, is there anything else you'd like to add into the evening before we close out? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, just don't think people who want to do things heal themselves are crazy. <laughs> hey, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're, I, look, I, some of the best people I met are people that live off of the land. I've, I've spent, I've spent, you know, many years in many different places. I've been all over this country. I've been outside this country. I've, I've met a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people and, and you're more rich in life. If you're closer connected to earth than you are with stuff. And, and it's a hard lesson for a lot of people to learn. And it's a hard, hard thing for a lot of people to swallow. And that's, that's fine. And eventually I know you're going to be over here with us and understanding what we're trying to say and the things we're trying to explain to you, because if you're not there yet, it's going to hit you eventually, or you're going to come across yeah. it in your journey of waking up. I, I, I like to say that everybody's at a different level and I continue to do the stuff that I do because there's one person out there that, that this, this show tonight is going to touch and it's going to wake them up. So. And that one, that one mind is what I'm working at one mind at a time, yep. just like Morpheus says, like you, you just got to <laughs> do your best to, to that's make what I one do person too. at a time. And that's right. And <laughs> I really, really appreciate you guys coming on this evening and talking about all this herbalist stuff. I know it was kind of chaotic and this is just the kind of fun we like to have here. Um, I'll make sure that all of your links are shared so that all the, all, you. Of, all the people out there listening and watching can come and find you fabulous women. And I hope you do come back to sit here and talk crazy nonsense with me sometime in the future. As well. <laughs> Love um, to yet. 
Fantastic. And Thanks for inviting me on. I, I didn't expect it. It was very short notice, but I was I like, yes, I've been watching this guy for a couple of years now. Let me go on the show. Thank you. And for everybody out there, if you've noticed, I finally got the Unconstitutional Awakening podcast shirt. We finally have merch. You guys make oh, sure nice. to check it out on the uh, check it out on the website and in my page, my page links and stuff like that. You guys can get Unconstitutional Awakening shirts. We've got shirts for my flag finally and we've also got shirts for just my just the website unconstitutional awakening you guys make sure y'all get out there and check that out you guys make sure you get out there and check out these lovely ladies tiktoks and websites that i'll be sharing with you guys and we hope to see y'all again we hope to see these ladies again and i'll see y'all all next time on unconstitutional awakening everybody have a great night bye guys oh.